Chapter 18 of Coppertop. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Coppertop by Harold Gaze. Chapter 18 The East Wind and the White Elephant. If you take my advice, you won't go near the East Wind at present, said a tiny familiar voice. He's in a terrible rage. Why? asked the three children together. Well, my dears, it's an old, old story, said Mr. Adam. He fell in love some years ago with the white elephant of Armipure. For long years he has whispered love songs round the folds of her unheeding ears. At length, driven to despair, he asked a friendly cyclone if he would kindly blow the white elephant from Armipure to the Taj Mahal, and there shut her up, a prisoner, until she consented to wed him which the friendly cyclone did, blowing the little elephant along willy-nilly, past Benares and Allahabad, till they reached Agra. And so it happened. Yes, but who is willy-nilly? asked Kidwee. Don't interrupt. That's only an expression, corrected Tibbs. And so it happened, continued Mr. Adam, that a great rajah found the white elephant there, thinking it was a gift from some other prince. He called his retainers and had that white elephant removed to his palace nearby. This sounds exactly like an Arabian Nights story, interrupted Coppertop. Perhaps it does, my dear, but it's perfectly true, I assure you, said Mr. Adam. Of course it is, cried Tibbs. Don't stop him. Now, when the east wind heard of this, he flew into a great rage. He howled and screamed round the Raj's palace, and finding that this had but little effect, he rustled, he murmured, he implored. But no, the Raja refused to part with the white elephant, and shut all his casements to the pleading voice of the east wind. "'Is that all?' exclaimed Miss Smiler, when Mr. Adams ceased speaking. "'Because,' she continued, "'I think I can help that east wind in his little affair.' "'Can you? Oh, Miss Smiler, tell us how!' cried Coppertop. "'Easy as smiling,' assured the camel. "'I'll just push the Raja's palace down and then sit on the white elephant till she consents to marry the east wind.' I think that is an excellent plan, my dears, cried Mr. Adam. The East Wind will be so grateful to you for your assistance that will surely spare you a December day. He's in Tibet at present, cooling down after his rage. So if you take my advice, you'll carry out your plan at once. Ta-ta! Whatever should we do without him, remarked Coppertop when Mr. Adam had disappeared. He's really a most useful little person, isn't he? Yes, but he seems to know everything, and makes a fellow feel like an awful dunce, grumbled Tibbs. But don't worry about him. This elephant affair is getting exciting. Come on, smiler old girl, let us try your plan. It sounds ripping. Without any further delay, they made their way to the Taj Mahal. As they drew near, Miss Smiler lifted her head and tittered. There it is, she cried. The little white elephant out for a morning stroll with the Rasha on her back. Where? cried the children. There, on the other side of that queer little box you call the Taj Mahal. From their great height, they could easily see over the building to the jungle beyond, and there they beheld her. Yes, but it's only a tiny wee toy elephant, exclaimed Kiddowee, disappointedly. No, it isn't a bit, exclaimed Coppertop. That's only because we're so huge. It's quite the ordinary size. Oh, don't you understand? Yes, expect I do, said Kiddowee, rather doubtfully. What are you going to do, Miss Smiler? inquired Tibbs. Oh, call me Smiler for short, corrected the camel. What am I going to do? 
Why, I'm going to hop over the Taj Mahal like a bird and sit right down on the little elephant. That'll surprise the Rajah, won't it? And Miss Smiler smiled hugely at the very idea. In an instant, Miss Smiler jumped right over the Taj Mahal and with one stride reached the white elephant. Without a moment's hesitation, she sat down on it, greatly to the terror of the Rajah and his service, who thought the end of the world had come. Smiler was in the highest of spirits at the success of her plan, and shook with laughter when she saw the Rajah and his attendants running away like frightened rabbits. The little white elephant was most indignant. She was accustomed to be treated with the greatest respect, and she objected strongly to being sat on. In fact, she kicked and struggled, and she raised her trunk and trumpeted her loudest, but it was all to no purpose. As soon as he saw that the elephant was secure, Tibbs ran off in the direction of Tibet to find the east wind and tell him the good news. Kidoui climbed onto the Taj Mahal to watch for his return. Unfortunately, Miss Myler had acted rather hastily in jumping over the Taj Mahal, for, in doing so, her hind legs caught against a beautiful central dome and partly destroyed it, and her shoulders struck against one of the marble towers and broke it in half. This unlucky accident was the cause of much delay in finding the December day for it so happened that the rascally clerk of the weather was watching from a passing cloud and saw the whole thing happen, and in order to upset the plan of Smiler and the children, he rushed off to find the east wind and poisoned his heart against them before Tibbs could reach him. End of chapter 18